In this powerful conversation, we focus on the warrior's ethos for success in life and in business. Men that embody the warrior spirit have an unwavering drive to do the right thing, no matter how much power they have. They use it for good, to help others, and to live life with honor. Our guest today is Wes Whitlock, who exemplifies a modern-day warrior in all aspects of his life. He's a Marine veteran and the founder of Rogue American Apparel, Invader Coffee, and Disciples of Iron. Join us in this deep conversation where you're going to learn the ethos that Wes lives by. We dive deep into the warrior's mindset, the realities of life, how to strengthen your courage and confidence, and why warriors are far and few between. Truly, there is so much to learn here. Stand by. Welcome to the Man of War podcast, where we forge men into warriors and get them battle ready for the game of life. Learn warrior hacks that strengthen your mindset, self-confidence, courage, and personal protection skills. Unlock a life that embodies a warrior spirit for dynamic success in life and in business. If you're joining us for the first time, you're tuning in to the one and only podcast that empowers you to achieve greatness by living the warrior lifestyle. Each show, we interview elite men from around the globe and delve deep into their mindset and daily rituals, uncovering their secrets to success. I'm Rafa Conde, founder and creator of the Man of War Movement. Join me on this life-altering journey where we recharge your mind, body, and spirit. Rise and I, my brothers, welcome back to the Man of War podcast. My name is Rafa Conde, and I am your host. First of all, for you newbies, just a re- quick reminder, listen up. This show is all about the warrior's mindset. It's all about living a life that embodies the warrior. It is all about strengthening your confidence, your courage, and more importantly, it's about building men. If this is not what you're into, you need to switch that channel and go to another podcast. Now, for those that want to step up and become a modern day warrior, listen up. All right. On today's show, I bring you a badass warrior minded man that has been a super successful entrepreneur. You are going to absolutely love it so much here to learn. Trust me. All right, a quick order of business here before we get started. If you have not done so already, stop by the Warrior Development Academy. I'm telling you, you're going to love it. I have put hundreds and hundreds of hours of time into this, literally from virtual training lessons to resources to webinars to Q&A sessions, you name it, you got it. We have right now 163 members. It's only about four and a half months old, and we are kicking some major ass right now. These guys are learning how to strengthen their mindset, their courage, their confidence, but more importantly, they're learning how to transform their lives and become modern-day warriors. Go check it out at forgingawarrior.com. That's forgingawarrior.com. I'm giving you two weeks for free to start off, no strings attached. Also, if you have not done so, go grab your free guide I'm telling you, it's worth it. There's a lot of stuff in there that you're going to love. All right, it's going to really click home with you, and it'll help you start walking in the warrior's path. This is called Strengthen Your Warrior Spirit. It is a free manual. Check it out at forgingawarrior.com forward slash manual. Last but not least, go give us some love at our new Instagram account. Check it out at Man of War with two R's. Go give us a follow. And uh, we would really appreciate that. That's the uh, platform that we're sticking with for now. All right, here we go. Without further ado, let's jump right into it. Wes, welcome to the Man of War podcast, my friend. We had a great conversation before the show. And damn, there is so much to talk about, man. Welcome. Awesome, brother. I appreciate you guys having us on. Um, I know time is a valuable thing. So thank you guys for having us. Uh, we're we're excited to be here and try to pass some good uh, you know some good knowledge out to the guys and um, talk some talk some cars music wine beer whatever man let's let's rock and roll <laughs> love it love it man I've been following you for a while now and certainly you've been one of the guys that has stood out of my radar and uh, everything you do is not only very powerful but very humble at the same time and you appear to be the kind of guy that freaking worked it from the ground up am i right here i mean i i appreciate that for sure and those that's what i try to be you know i i try to do those things and be that person and, and build my brand around that ethos uh so 
Yeah, it's, you know, I wanted to create something that was um, authentic and something that related to all the things that I liked and I believed in. And uh, it's cool to see a lot of other folks that also relate to it, anywhere from kids to, to old people, you know. So it's really neat to see, to be able to build something and, and connect it to a lot of other folks. And then also to be able to do some cool stuff with it, as I say, use your machine to do some cool shit. So we've been able to be able to do some amazing things because we have the right type of people that support us. So yeah, man, it's been a cool trip, uh, constant journey and constant learning lessons. But it, you know, it tells me we're doing it right when I hear folks come in every day and say kind of what you just said. So uh, appreciate that very much. I love it, man. You're you're a badass brand, no doubt about it. So do me a favor, introduce yourself for our audience that doesn't know who you are. Yep. So I'm Wes Whitlock. I uh, grew up in Salt Lake City, Utah. I joined the Marine Corps at uh, 18, joined the Marines, did six years. Most of my time as a Marine, I did uh, embassy security. Uh, after that, I got out, um, uh, went to Europe, went back to Italy. Uh, I spent a lot of time in Rome, so I went back there. I uh, went to college, got my business degree. Um, after that, uh, let's see, this was, shoot, 2000. To 2003, came back to the States and then got into the contracting world. So I started working with DynCorp and Blackwater, uh, went over to Afghanistan and worked uh, uh, APD, um, U.S. Ambassador, Kalalazide's Detail, uh, and then on a long-range team called ARG. Uh, so I did that for about what, four years. Um, from there, came back to the States and got on with the uh, – as a – uh, executive protection specialist here in Austin, Texas, with one of the largest companies here uh, in Texas. So I did that for about seven years and then started RAA. So kind of a lot of different things, um, you know, in my past that led me to working in retail and clothing and coffee and all the stuff that we're doing now. Uh, you know, I've always just told myself by I'm 43 now. I told myself by the age of 40, I wouldn't be working for anybody. Um, and that was my goal for a lot of years. So finally pulled the trigger and, and that's what I've been doing, man. And, and loving life well, every day, just blessed to, blessed to be able to do what I do, um, and be around a lot of other cool folks that, that are into the same type of stuff. That's an awesome career. And I want to know how, I mean, it, it takes big cojones to be able to step out from the security world where it's it's driven by the principle i have you know some experience in the in the security world and um transfer from that over to being an entrepreneur right you're going from the military then you do some um, you know private security detail overseas and then you start doing some ep work down here i believe it was in the states you said yeah here in austin yep with dell so i worked for dell michael dell and his family for for quite a while so you, you, you have a principle that you're taking care of and all of a sudden you're like, fuck, man, you know, at this point, I got to just do something with my life and just be an entrepreneur. <laughs> kind of walk me through that. Yeah, it's uh, so. Yeah, um, basically, I got, you know, I've always kind of had that in me for sure. I've always wanted to do something. And when I was a kid, I was out. I was doing uh, newspaper, magazine subscriptions, door to door, 13 years old, just banging on doors, trying to sell stuff. Um, so I've always had that thing where I love uh, to kind of do my own thing and, and that entrepreneur spirit, they call it, uh, kind of always had that. So I knew it one day I'd want to do my own thing. But just like guys tell me all the time, they have the same vision. They just don't know what it is they want to do. Uh, and once I was uh, doing the EP stuff, I frustration set in. You know, I was I was traveling all the time, probably even more than when I was overseas. I was with my clients' kids more than my own. Um, and just started getting tired of it and said, you know, I remember one of the guys I worked with was like, fuck man, I, he's like, I'm 50 and I'm, I'm in uh, clubs in New York city watching one of my client's daughters at three in the morning, man, this freaking sucks. And anybody that knows it's done uh, EP work or uh, security type of work for clients, it's, it's not glorious. You know, there's a lot of stuff that's not so much fun. Um, and I was like, you know what? I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be that guy that's that's at that age. Like, shit, you know, now I got to uh, change a tire on a bicycle in under three seconds for my client, you know, and all this oh, other stuff. Yeah, no. no joke. You know, and uh, started 
started kind of playing around with some designs. You know, um, when I was overseas, uh, we would make shirts for the teams, you know, Paladin, a lot of the Templar stuff, a lot of Crusader stuff. I was kind of the guy that always did that. And it was just a morale thing, and, and guys freaking love that stuff. So when I came back to the States, they're always hitting me up. Hey, man, you got any more of those shirts from Afghanistan? And I'm like, no, I don't do that. It was just while we were there. But it got me thinking, you know, well, shit, that was fun. I liked it. I love doing the design stuff. I love art and all that. And uh, fuck, why not Why not kick up something like that again? And this is, was, what, 2010, 2011. So there's still a lot of activity overseas. I still had a lot of contacts in Afghanistan and Iraq, a lot of guys that were still working over there. Um, so I kicked up a few designs I'd been sketching around with. Uh and sent them, you know, printed up some shirts, sent them out there. Dudes were like, hell yeah, this is awesome. Made a website, uh, started a Facebook page, and then just started slowly building it there Bad as ass. I was still in the EP world. So it it kind of transcended into what it is now, just real slow, man. A lot of guys are like, oh, man, it must be nice, this, that, and the other. Um, man, I, I've, I've been grinding since I started, and I tell guys too, man, I used to load up my blazer with everything I had and go do a – a rodeo, a damn <laughs> music event, who knows what, a CrossFit event, and set up my right. Coleman tent and just start talking to people and showing them my stuff. And, you know, now we're doing big shows like the Arnold and Mr. Olympia and CrossFit Games and uh, Willie Nilsson's concerts and all kinds of cool stuff. But it all started from some very small, you know, and kind of grew it into what it is now. Uh, so I basically just got tired of working for the man. You know, I'm like, this guy has, he's no better than me. He's, he's making billions of dollars and I'm sitting there working for him, man. Like, nah, I, I want to do my own thing. So at that time I decided it was, it was time for me to, to move on and do my own thing. Um, and I built this up enough to say, man, I'm doing this well part-time. I'd come home from a trip and just start packing shirts and whatever. Uh, so I was like, if I could do this full-time, I could probably do a lot more with it, but to walk away from a six figure job with benefits and, a really good detail to work for sure. that you just don't want to, especially if you know the, the EP world in the States, it's very small. Um, so it was a tough decision to walk away from that into the kind of the unknown. Um, but that is what you have to do. Uh, I tell guys that's all the time is you got to take that chance. If with that comes risk, you know, so I did, I, I finally cut the cord and I remember walking out that day and just feeling a huge relief off my shoulders. Cause I was like, th I thought I'd be scared, but I was like, you know what? This feels freaking great. Now I can go do all the things I want to do, build my business, be hundred percent involved with it and grow it. And immediately that's when everything changed. I was able to focus full time on it and grow it and go to the events and do the things I needed to do. And that's when within that first month I knew that I'd made the right decision. What, what was it that inspired you? I mean, it, it, was it, when you were doing these t-shirts over in Afghanistan and you were sending them out to these guys and, and, and it was a, I mean, what was it that inspired you to say, Hey, you know what? I mean, a t-shirt company, because I mean, as you know, Wes, right now there is how many t-shirt companies out there? Hundreds, right? right. And for you to right. stand out and brand out and be different. Guys, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I know when I started, it was a handful, you know, which was cool. And now there, uh, there's a lot of them. Which is great, you know, but that's that's just part of the deal. Uh, for me, it was a lot of it. The inspiration comes from a lot of art, from travel and stuff. Um, you know, I'd go into I'd go into some old uh, churches in Rome. There's one in uh, Piazza del Popolo. Uh, it's one of my favorites. It's a church that the Crusaders would stop in on their way down to, to Jerusalem, and they'd go in there and pray and stuff, and then head down to Jerusalem. But there's some some amazing mosaics and artwork in this freaking thing uh that needed to be seen you know i'm like this is what i want to see on a freaking shirt i don't want to see you know px type of stuff i want to see true freaking art that's got some badass meaning and history to it um let me put that kind of stuff on shirts so that's a lot of my inspiration comes actually from my travels and my time spent in europe and and all over the world um finding bits and pieces of those places and, and the history which like you said earlier that relates to kind of the warrior ethos um, and culture, because they're actually, it doesn't matter what culture it is, a lot of it's the same type of foundations within a, you know, those fighting tribes or whatever. Um, so kind of taking bits and pieces from all that, you know, we have a design called Invader Chief. It's like 
an Indian chief and a Viking mixed into one. And people were like, oh, that's confusing, you know, but it's one of our best damn sellers, you know. Awesome. And it's just putting different cultures together because it's uh, cultures of history and warrior ethos. It all kind of it's all kind of very similar in a lot of, a lot of ways. So I'm not going to put my, um, put myself into one area. Like, Oh, I'm only going to do this one kind of thing when there's too much out there that I want to, I want to embrace and be influenced by. Um, so that's where my brothers, just a quick break in the action here. I encourage you to go watch our new short film documentary. You're going to love it. It is truly inspirational and inspiring Go check it out at forgingawarrior.com forward slash warrior film. The whole design stuff. I don't care. Like for me, I don't care about shirts. I don't give a, I don't care about clothing. I, I don't care about that shit. I like stuff that's got, that's unique. It's different. Nobody has it. It's got some meaning behind it. You know, we've raised probably close to a half million dollars for different foundations because of what we've done with our brand, you know, stuff I don't talk about cause I don't need to. Um, but I've been able to do some really freaking cool stuff. Great. That's uh, awesome. That's a, you know, but, but I have the right supporters. Like, you know, somebody gets killed or somebody needs some money here or there or brothers in arms needs some help. Um, we have the ability to raise some, a lot of money to help some families out. So, I, that's what I love, man. I love to be able to use what we've built and do some really cool behind-the-scenes stuff with it. Um, that's, to me, what it's what's most important. And then with that, all the other cool stuff happens, too. And I tell a lot of these young guys coming up, like, you know, try to be involved with something else other than just your brand. Like, do some cool stuff with it, uh, you know. And it's it's been great for us, and that's the most rewarding thing for me is the stuff we've been able to do and, and continue to do um, is the most rewarding part. You know, I love that. So, so um, and it ties into designs, it ties into our brand, it ties into our lifestyle. How did you, I mean, the, your mindset, when we go back and talk about your mindset, was that something that you had from when you were younger or you developed that, say, in the military and then you kind of, you know, strengthen it through there? Yeah, I think a lot of it, I mean, for me, it comes, it goes back to like, it goes back to even being a kid, you know, kind of being kind of being the underdog, kind of being the kid that did not do well in school, that was told I had issues or was stupid or had to go to special classes or, um, you know, I had a lot of those type of issues growing up. And I would be like, you know what, F that I'm going to I'm going to do what I got to do and be me and and figure this stuff out and not listen to listen to other people, started listening to myself. Um, and, uh, you know, then joining the Marine Corps, that was something I was like, I, I always want to do. Um, I had a really bad back when I was a kid, I had a bad skateboarding accident and went to go get my physical. And they're like, oh, no way, there's no way you're going to pass a physical, a military physical, your back's too screwed up. And then so I started, I was like, okay, so I started working out. That's why I started working out, all because of that. I started building my back up, working out. And then I built my back up and then I was able to pass the down physical. So, I think a lot of people are told they can't do something and they're like, ah, I'm, I'm going to just X that out. I'm, I'm not going to even try where they should say, let fuck that, let that fuel me. So I've kind of always been that, you know, underdog in a sense that wasn't given the tools or wasn't given the, uh, the right kind of support by out the outside. I always had a, had that just kind of within me. And once the room was joining the Marine Corps is really what set me free was, like you know what now you have the discipline now you have the ability now you have uh the mindset the, the no quit attitude um you know the, so you know after being in the marine corps when i was like you know what i'm gonna go to college now and go fucking crush it so i went i went to i went to college in a in in a foreign country learned the language you know got great grades grades in fucking business stuff i never thought i'd be able to do um because and it equates back to the Marine Corps saying, you know what, I'll study harder than anybody else. I'll work harder than anybody else. I'll go to every damn class and I'll do whatever I have to do to make sure I pass this freaking class. Um, and I did. Um, and then I just equate that to everything else in life, whatever it is that I'm sold on what I want to do. I'm not going to let anybody tell me I can't do it. Um, I'm going to I'm going to work really hard to do it. And if I can't if I don't make it well you know what I know I tried my best so guess it's not for me but I gave it my all 
Um, I think today's society, people are just too eager, too easy for them to give up on something. Uh, they just lose that drive, you know, and, and it's got to be inside you, man. You got to embrace it. That's very, um, that's very powerful, Wes. I mean, you're, you're talking, you know, about, you know, a, a mindset that not many people understand, that not many people can um, relate to. And, you know, hopping right into society, especially modern day world, the modern day society. And, you know, I, I, <clears throat> I agree. I, I think that for the most part, um, you know, younger individuals, and I'm not talking necessarily about, you know, the 15 or 20 year olds. I'm talking even about the 30 year old uh, in this society. I don't know if you agree with me, but everything is they want everything super fast paced. They want everything delivered yesterday. And, you know, a guy like yourself that, you know, you've kind of been through the pipeline. I mean, you went from, you know, you took your steps, you decided to do something and you took, you know, we were talking about taking that leap of faith earlier. And, you know, you take that leap of faith. But I think that society nowadays, they are so cautious and they just don't move. They don't act on anything. What's your take on that? Yeah, no, it's true. It's and I, I, I kind of uh, look at it this way too. With, with you know having a business and with that you have employees and you do interviews and you stuff like that and you have some of these younger folks that uh that are you know twenty twenty five to thirty, you know they want to walk into like a six figure job and like be at the fucking captain's wheel. You know what I mean? They don't want to put in the efforts and I think a lot of it's because they've grown up to where they do get everything they want. They get it fast. Um, their expectations are different. Um, they're told, you know, you're going to grow up, go to school and get out, get this great job. It doesn't work like that. Like you, you gotta, you gotta hustle and grind. Um, but it, you know, it, it's, it's technology, it's social media, it's the internet. It's all these things that these folks have grown up on or we did and I didn't, you know, I get kids now that reach out to me on messages and be like, Hey man, I want to join the Marine Corps. What do you think about this? Or what do you think about that? What should I do? What should I plan for? Like, I didn't have that. We would read old books from Vietnam or whatever, you know, so there's good and bad to it where kids have that direct access to, to information and things. And then, so they expect that as their, as a career too, when they get out, they can be a quick access to a job or to starting a business. Um, I talked to these guys too that, you know, want to start a business stuff, man, overnight making millions of dollars and all that doesn't happen. Like <laughs> you got to hustle, hustle, grind, work hard. And then yeah. within four or five years, you're, if you're lucky, you start to see a return then. Sure. So people that want that, that overnight success stuff, um, it's very, it happens very freaking rare. Um, but I don't want to put my, my money into that pot. You know, I want to put it to the guy that's willing to go out there and, uh, dig a hole and get dirty and then work his way up to running the damn business you know and if i see that individual that's who i want to invest in if i see the person that comes and goes i can do this that and the other and i you know they have these expectations to be be on top right away i don't want to work with that person i'd rather work with the person that's willing to put the work in so you want you want to surround yourself from from what what i'm hearing is it's it's so important for you to surround yourself with good solid people people that you know not only can do the job but that are motivated and inspired by what they do very true yeah it's it really comes down to that um you can only do so much on your by yourself you know it's like you can only do so much i don't care who you are you need to be and look at the top people out there you know from politicians to businessmen they surround themselves with the best dudes in that business, you know, um, or in politics, whatever it may be. And it's the same way with your life. I think your life's the same way. You are who you surround yourself with, you know, and I try to, I'm the same way. I try to work. I don't want to, you know, and, and it comes down to time, man, time, people throw it out. They throw it away so fast by spending it with people that, or in, in things that have no value or meaning, True there's nothing there like i want to be with dudes i'm going to learn from sure. who are going to teach me something who are going to make me better faster uh make me think more uh inspire me in some way otherwise i just don't have the time especially in, in my life now you know um and when i find that i work with with those type of folks i do get better and i i, I do get inspired and uh it's it's so true you have to 
be around really, really good people. And if they're not, I saw a thing it was a, the other day. It was like, it's true. Like if you're with folks that are not, you know, um, fanning your fire or throw, throwing logs on your fire and helping you grow, um, which you should be doing the same for them. It's not a one-way trip, man. You you help each other out. You know, I work with guys like Pat McNamara. We help each other out all the time. As he grows his business, I grow mine. We're good friends, but we help each other. Awesome. Uh, and that's true, man. It's really what it's about. Now, Absolutely. I interviewed, you know, Pat going back a few shows ago, and you guys are very much, you're very similar specifically, in, in you know, from what I see from your uh, business enthusiasm, but also your physical fitness aspect. Um, let's talk a little bit about, you know, being, you know, putting physical fitness in the forefront of whatever you do is because every time that I see you on Instagram or every time that I, that I hear the vibe about Wes, this guy's fucking in shape. He's legit. He pushes himself. He challenges himself. And, and, you know, I love that, man. I think that is a warrior minded man right there. Talk to me a little bit about your fitness routine, how you incorporated to help you be a better entrepreneur. Absolutely. I think for me, a lot of it, a lot of it is more not so much even the physical aspect of it, which is very important and great. But for me, it's like it's things that 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 help me deal with maybe other things I'm dealing with. So, uh, and that's I remember using the I started working out like 16 down in my friends, just like these other down in my friend's basement, listening to ACDC and like, man, this feels good. I feel great. Yeah. I feel empowered. I feel I feel like uh, I can do I can do a lot more. I can be a lot more so it all really translates from there and i've done that my entire life because i it's given me that that sense of of just feeling good you know feeling good um and it is part of you know i talked about i talk with pat all the time about this man and you've probably seen it in your world i see guys that go out there and they can shoot great you know they, they can't run move or do much more but I, I want to be with. I want to be useful. I want to be a useful person. And if something goes down, and I can't do anything because I'm physically, it's one thing if you you have handicaps or you have certain issues, you can't help. But if you can help it, you know, I, I don't look at that person as somebody that I want to be around. You know, um, or I don't see that person useful. So I want to be able to be useful. Um, I say that thing all the time, you know, train for life, not for trophies, man. I don't chase trophies. I don't give a shit about trophies. I want to be able to react if something goes down. I want to be able to pull a, pull a body out of a car. I want to be able to put a tourniquet on it as somebody that's fuck bleeding yeah, out. Fuck yeah. I want to be useful, you know. Um, and on the range and shooting is the same way, man. If you can't if you can't move and jump over tires and uh, jump up on a Connex box, like yep. <laughs> fun stuff like that, yeah. you know. Um <laughs> It really is part of the lifestyle. You, I agree 100%. You have to be – I'm not saying you need to be, um, you know, an Iron Man or anything like that. But dudes like yourself, I got a lot of guys, man, cops especially. They come home. They do 14, 15 hours a day. They go down to their basement, and they crank out. So they do yes, a set sir. of squats, man. That's fucking badass, yeah. dude. That dude's staying in the mindset. He's, he doesn't need to go win trophies at a CrossFit event. Like, who gives a shit? That dude, he's got a family. It's he works 14 hours a day. He's tired. But you know what? He comes home and, and he tries his damn best to keep in shape. Like, those are the dudes I like. And that's the dudes, those are guys I like to try to inspire. And I hear from them all the time. You know, I'm, dude, I am by far not the uh, most fit dude ever. I like to eat steaks. I like to drink beer. I like, you know, I like stuff like that. I like to eat a damn fucking cookie. I don't care, but. I still like to go to push weights and stay in the mindset. Um, yeah, so a lot of, of other guys are the same way. When I'm, dudes give up, they turn 38, 40, 42, and they're like, oh, man. No, nah, man, you're in your prime. Like Now is the time where you've got to really dig in and get out there and get it on because sometimes it's the last thing I want to do too. But at the end of the day, it makes me better. It makes me feel better, and it makes me feel like I've, I've accomplished something. Um, and it is a responsibility. I think it comes down to responsibility. So – um, kudos to all those dudes out there that they're not there for, for trophies, man. I get it. You work all day, you got families, you got, and you come home and you grind or you go to the gym after being tired as hell and you go, go get some sets. And so that's the real shit right there. And those are the type of dudes I like to, to, to be around for sure. 
Very good, man. Very good. Talk to me about a little bit about confidence. I mean, how do you develop the confidence to, I mean, you got to have some type of confidence to live a life like you live. I mean, you go out there and I mean, you're, you're, you're a businessman, you're in the fitness world. I mean, but more importantly, you seem like you are, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I mean, you'll work, but you'll also take the time out to, to, you know, relax, chill, enjoy toys. You know, your cars, I've seen that. Uh, you know, you want to be able to en enjoy life. So you got to have confidence to be able to do, you know, all the things that you're doing. Because a lot of guys fall apart. A lot of guys, you know, they're confident in one little aspect in their life, but they fall apart on all the other aspects. And for me, it is so important to disseminate to my audience here that, listen, you can be confident in all aspects of your life, but you have to learn how to balance you know your your work you got to learn how to balance your your fun time your your spiritual time your discipline time where you're in fitness and so talk to me a little bit how you have developed that confidence and what you do daily to pretty much keep it up that's a great question you know and, and it is it is it is a question that a lot of people ask or they don't ask um and you know for me when you say confidence a lot of it you know, when I was younger, I didn't have that, you know, and a lot of it I've realized through life and being through a lot of different things in my life and, and now being 43 and understanding that you have one freaking life, man, one life, and it's going to go by just like that. Why do you have to worry about whatever somebody may think or not having the confidence? I mean, go do be what you feel and don't freaking worry about it like try it like i look at it this way too there's things i don't know dude i've been so many situations where i don't know this venue i don't know this person i don't know this meeting i'm about to walk into but you know what i'm gonna go in there like i damn own the damn thing and know what the hell i'm talking about you know if i fall right. i fall if not i'll i'll make it work you know and, and do nine times out of the ten it does People are like, well, you don't know shit about that. You know what? I'm going to fucking figure it out. I'll go in there and I'm going to do my best. And usually it, it turns out to be just fine, you know? Um, so you got You just can't be afraid to, to go into a door of an unknown. It's just like, you know, CQB, man. You don't know what's behind that fucking door, but you better go in and dominate it, go in there and own it, you know? And it's the same way in business and in life. Uh Go in there, be the hardest Fuck yeah. person in the room, man. So, you know, I have my days where I'm, I'm like, uh, you know, I'm not feeling it. And that's when you have the people that you surround yourself with. Like, fuck that, man. Go get it. You got this. You're like, you know what? Yeah. Or let me call Pat or whoever. Like, what do you think about this? Yeah, man. Try this out, brother. Fuck right on, dude. So there are those times where you need that little extra boost from somebody, man. And there's nothing wrong with reaching out to to somebody that you that you have in your circle and that's what it's supposed to be about um as far as balance goes i still struggle with that every day man <laughs> you know i feel I, there's so many different moving parts and responsibilities and you do feel pulled in different areas and directions where are you going to spend your time especially with multiple businesses and all these other things that you you really have to get discipline and 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 understanding your day uh and scheduling it out um, to be most uh, efficient for for uh, being successful, um, and that's not easy, man. I still struggle with that, and I'm kind of all over the place too, dude. I'm I could be doing one thing and boom, I get distracted very easily. Uh, so I'm kind of all over the place, but I make it work. I do make it work, but it's something I'm trying to be better at too. You know, I dude, I have no pro. Sure. I'm trying to be better and learn from from guys like you or whoever that may have uh, a different way to look at it and, and keeping an open mind and not thinking, you know, everything say, dude, what do you think about this? Or I learn stuff from people all the time. And I'm like, dude, I'm going to try that out. Uh, so keeping an open mind for sure is, is very important too with, with confidence building. Awesome. Awesome. What about fear? How do you take fear on uh, how do you beat fear? I mean, you do too, you know, we were talking a little bit about, hey, you walk into a meeting, into a boardroom and you're like, fuck, no matter what, I'm going to own this shit and I'm going to figure it out. A lot of men out there, and, and this is a, a fact, all right, a lot of men out there don't have the balls to do that. They rather sit in the corner and they rather, you know, be in the back room, 
rather than, you know, show up to a meeting and say, hey, you know what, this is something that might be completely different or it's that fear of the unknown and those guys shy away from stepping up and that could be a life changer for them. Like guys like yourself, you're going to step in guys like myself. I'm going to step into that meeting and I will fucking figure it out one way or another. Right. And in the end it's, you look, you look back Wes and I I don't know if you agree with me, but you look back and you're like saying, fuck, that wasn't really that bad, man. All that fucking trembling and jitters for really not that bad. Very, yeah, very true. It's, I think it's uh, you've got your 80, 90 percent of people that that want to be what I call kind of the bystander. So, you know, I had an, I had an issue or an incident happened to me well, it was a year and a half ago. Now I was driving home and I was driving my daughter's kickball ball game <clears throat> and I was going down 2222 and the cars were pulling over the side. I could see there was an accident up ahead and I look and I could see I could see there was a body in the road. I could see there was a body in the road. So I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I I pulled around and I pulled up right up next to the girl who got ejected out of a car and um, I got out. Yeah. Was I scared? Yeah. Uh, had I not done a lot of medical training since I left that world? Yeah. It'd been a while. It's perishable, just like shooting, but am I going to sit there as a bystander and not do something? Um, no. So, you know, I got out, I checked the other cars, see who's worse off. Um, and she was, her right leg was ripped off. And um, as I was applying a tourniquet, all the people that were standing around, they wouldn't come close, but they're on the phone with 911 yelling, no, don't put a tourniquet on, don't put a tourniquet on, because that's what the 911 operator is freaking telling these people. Yet they would not come. They were bystanders. They didn't want to inject themselves into something that was scary. And I think that's the problem with our society uh, in general, or people are afraid to go into something that's unknown. Um Mm-hmm. which is understandable totally. it's human nature but to, to break past that barrier and say you know what i'm gonna go try it and if i fell i fell but at least i tried to do something um and it, that could apply to business to a gym like oh, i've never tried that much weight let me fuck, i'll try it you know I, I just dropped it on my chest oh well now i know what i need to mm-hmm. do um so you know it is it is very important for for business, for life, for anyone who wants to move forward in life has to take that chance and has to be willing to, to fail. Failure is fine. Failure is actually a great thing. It makes you uh, understand what it is you need to do to, to accomplish whatever goal it is because you failed. What step do you need to be studying more? Do you need to be training more? Do you need to be shooting more? Whatever it is you need to do to break past that barrier, it just told you. So that's a good thing. You know, I think, I think failure is a good thing. Um, just not so, what's your ta- so afraid. So, you don't so do right there, let me stop you one second, Wes, that, the, you know, failure, you know, it's, it, it, that is key right there. I want, I want to touch on that because a lot of times people fear failure, right? How have you in the past, right? How have you dealt with failure because I'm sure there's been some fuck ups in your life because I know that I've had them in my life and I know every successful man out there has had some major fuck ups. It's how you deal with that failure. Talk to me a little bit about that. And while you're at it, give me a time in your life where you just had to fucking overcome something so fucked up and you were able to succeed. Yeah, I I agree. Um, It's, you know, Everybody does fail in life, and it, it's it's bound to happen. It's going to happen. You know, it's the difference between, like, the person that fails and then stays failed and stays kicked down and blames society, blames drugs, blames alcohol, uh, blames his scenario. Every You know, those people that blame things on their failure, that's they're not going to go anywhere. They're going to continue just to make uh, excuses. Uh, those who have failed, I love talking to dudes, especially in business that have failed <laughs> numerous times and then they eventually hit it, man. And they, they're, they're up here now because they didn't give up, you know, and it comes, I think it's what it comes down to is not giving up. When you give up, failures won and you become a failure at that point. Uh, if you don't give up and you still fail, guess what? To me, you're a freaking winner because you, you haven't given up. You're still fighting who was that metal band that was trying to make it in their fifties? What was that documentary? Um, they, cause they didn't want to give up, man. And I think they finally, you know, they finally got where they wanted to go. 
um, you know, it's, it's going to happen. Um, you know, failures for me, you know, I've had some stuff sometimes. I know when I got out, shit, when I got out of college, I wanted to be, I wanted to be a secret service agent. I wanted to be a diplomatic security. I looked at those two things where you had to have your college degree and I went and took the test. I couldn't pass the test, man. Like I am not a test taker. I'm not, you know, but I did it again. I did it again. I did it a third time. I'm like, I'm going to keep trying until I get it. And if I don't, eventually I'm going to say, you know what, this, maybe this isn't for me, man. Fuck it. Let me go put my, uh, efforts somewhere else. Let me go put my, uh, motivation somewhere else. And I did. And that's where, you know, that's where I was able to, to overcome and to be able to do what I do now. Um, it, you know, you just, just one thing doesn't work out for you. Go try something else. It doesn't mean like, Oh man, it's over now. I can't, I can't move on. Fuck that. I tell people all the time, you live, you still live in America, the greatest country in the world, full of freaking opportunity. Dude, there's Amen. opportunity everywhere. Amen. Uh, yep. You know, it's guys got to be willing to go out and get it and not be scared. Um, and, but like I said, I know, I understand it, it does get scary, especially when you got a family and a mortgage and all these things. And you're going to tell your wife, you're going to walk away from that and go start a knife company, uh, you know, like, which is cool. Like that's, I love the guy that can do that, man. Cause he's taking a huge risk and usually guys that are that hungry actually end up making it. Um, cause they're hungry, they're driven and they're not going to give up. Uh, you know, so Failure is a great, a great thing. Um, it's just not letting failure own you. Cool. That's awesome. I mean, those are strong, powerful words right there. Talk to me a little bit about your daily routine. What do you do in the morning to motivate you and inspire you and keep you rolling the rest of the day? You know, my days are usually, I'm usually up late, man. I'm usually, uh, <laughs> I'm usually at my shop till uh, six, seven, eight, nine o'clock at night, depending on what's going on. I like to try to be be home to see my kids get to bed. That's a big thing for me, or to help them with their homework. Um, awesome. In the morning, my typical day, you know, I get up, I make my freaking Invader coffee because it's the best damn coffee out there. Uh, <laughs> I have there my go. coffee. I open up my work. Uh, I go through my emails. I go through the social media stuff. Um, I, um, I want to get better about reading. I used to read a lot. I love to get back into reading. I know it's just a powerful, uh, tool to have, uh, and being successful in, in general. Um, it's one of those things that I'd like to get back to doing more of. Um, it's just having, I think consistency, having a consistent, uh, routine, you know, where you get up, you do, you know, do your coffee, emails, whatever, but then you have a plan of attack for the day. You know, I'm going to go into the shop from this time. This is what I'm going to crush today. We're going to work on this A, B, C, or D. Uh, now you write things down, or, or, or do you keep it on your I phone? I don't, what man. Do you, do you I'm more of a, I'm kind of a intuition-driven person. You know, there's pros and cons to that because it does kind of throw me all over the place when I don't have it written down. But I find that I work better sometimes off pure intuition, where something's telling me I need to. I need to work on this or focus on that. Like that's what I'm going to work on. Um, where if I have, and <laughs> I'm just different that way. And that was a big why reason why I left like the corporate world, the the structure world, the the world of working for people. I got sick of, dude. You know, in EP two, man, you fucking got a daily calendar by the fucking second where you're going to be, where you're going to be dropping your principal, where he's going to be for his next meeting. Do, 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 and you're on your phone all the time, knowing somebody else's schedule. Sure. So I've kind of got time you do in advance, and you go over. Uh, it's it's it, it, it's a very structured. Yeah, life, no I, so like I'm like I don't like I don't want to. You know what? I want to do what the hell I feel like doing. Um, and good and bad, dude. It's there's pros and cons. But if I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I feel like going to the gym. I'm gonna gym up. You know what? I'm gonna have lunch with my daughter. I'm gonna have lunch with my daughter. Um, you know, whatever it may be, I kind of go with my own gut feeling. Um, and like I said, there's pros and cons to that, but that's just how I am. I got tired of the structured life. You know, the military is the same way and life in general is very structured where it's so structured. We're not able to really live how we want to live, you know? All right. So I'm going to, I'm going to flip the hat a little bit here, Wes. So we're, you're, you're, you're unstructured in that aspect, but 
I believe you're disciplined as a motherfucker, okay? I believe you're a guy that you might go by intuition, but there is somehow, some way, a discipline that keeps you driving forward every single day and headed in that right direction. Talk to me a little bit about discipline. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. I would, I, I would say I would agree with you there. Um, discipline, I, I believe, is probably the, the number one key element in, in success to anything that you do in life. Um, because if you're not disciplined, you're not going to do the things that need to get done to take you to that, that area you need to be in. Being a mission, being uh, family, being success, being whatever it is, if you're not disciplined, it's, you're not going to get to where you need to get, not long term anyway. Uh, discipline, um, you know, you don't, here's discipline, you know, you're in bed, it's nice and warm and cozy. Um, <laughs> I, I don't really have to be anywhere, but you know what, man, I, I know what I, I got to do. I got to do all these things. I'm going to get my ass out of this goddamn bed and go make it happen. Go, go do those things that I don't really feel like doing, but I'm going to go and cause I know it has to get done. I'm going to go and do it. Like that discipline, things that need to get done, you go and do no matter how you feel, how tired you are, how sick you are, you will still find a way to go make sure those things get done. Um, and I think it's very rare to find that these days. Um, so, yeah, discipline is huge, man. Absolutely. It, it, I mean, I agree. I mean, discipline is a very important I mean, look, what, you, like, what you're doing right now, you worked a 14-hour day, you gotta, you're tired and shit. You know, you're driven because you have a passion right now to start up your freaking podcast. Would you rather be selling a couch, having a beer, watching freaking whatever? Oh, fuck yeah, but not 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 right now, man. I'm talking to a badass dude. I know, but I'm just saying, like that's <laughs> that's discipline, man. You know, so no, I hear you, man. I hear, I hear you loud and clear, absolutely. You know, so and, and you know, with that said, Wes, let, let me now if. If somebody were to go in your head right now and figure out and say, okay, Wes, your life, I mean, you are disciplined but unstructured in your way. You're an intuitive guy from what I'm getting also. You know, you are a very passionate guy, very driven individual. But I get a drift here that you also like to have your fun by looking at your cars, you know, and you're very... Uh, I think that's your payoff. Talk to me about your cars and, 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 and your, you have a demeanor about you that, yeah, you are straight up, but you also like to just chill, man, and, and fucking enjoy the fruits of your labor. Yeah, I, I, you know, it's one of those things uh, where it may look like that, um, not completely true. <laughs> I'll be, you know, people like, people <laughs> tell me all the time, like, dude, I thought you just lifted and, uh, Draw, play with your muscle cars. I'm like, ah, eh, not really. It's just kind of, it's part of it, but it's one of those things I would actually like to do more. I get, you know, I think the passion part of it too kind of kills you. It's a, it's one of those things where I'm trying to work on and be better at spending my time not so involved with my businesses and, and, and actually enjoying some of the fruits of it. Like, you know, yeah, I love, I have, I, you know, I love my freaking, I'm, I've been a car guy since I was a kid. For me, those things, like it's not about showing off. It's not about any of that bullshit. It's about, those are things I've dreamed about as a kid, man. I used to dream about a damn yeah. 1970 Buick GS Stage 1. When my friend's uncle had one, it was the fastest car in the neighborhood. It was just so badass. Yeah. And I'm like, one day I'm going to have one of those. Um, same with the Chevelle or whatever. Uh, those are the reasons. Like I, I wanted to bust my ass to say, you know what? I can have those things too. And I proved, those are like, proving it to myself that sure. those are things I want. It's, I don't care about show off and all that bullshit. It's like, it's more about having the ability here in this country to be able to go and get those things that you dreamed about, man. Cause why can that guy and not me? No, fuck that. I'm, I'm driven. I'm not the smartest guy in the world, dude. I'm not, I have no magic. You know, I have my own issues, dude. I have my own demons. I've, I've gone through a lot of shit, but I I'm able to do all the things that I've always wanted to do um, only because of one reason, passion, having that drive, not quitting and discipline because of those reasons, not because of anything else, not, not a daddy with money, not a, not an investor, 
not any other factors, but doing the, sh doing the shit that I want to do. Um, so, but yeah, with that, you should have some fun, man. I do love, I want to go to the range more. I love shooting, dude. I've, I've, uh, I haven't, since I left that world, we used to shoot once a week. Um, now I miss that stuff. I want to go out and shoot more. I want to hmm. go, I want to spend more time with my kids, man. I want to go do more stuff with them. I want to travel more. I used to love to travel. And then I started hating travel because I had to travel for my job. But now to be able to travel on my own terms, I want to do more of that. Because with that comes inspiration, comes breaks, comes rest. You come back fresh and ready to kill it again. Um, so, yeah, man, you have to enjoy. Uh, I'm pretty simple, man. I'm very simple, dude. I, I, like, I, like, uh, I like the gym. I like cars. I like uh, a good good beer you know and i love music i love fucking metal and all kinds of music awesome. um so yeah you gotta enjoy yourself you know outside of your your work um which is not easy because you know what like i love my work i love being here I, lo I love breaking down boxes and throwing them in the dumpster i fucking love it I love, I love that's great. wrapping a, a, that's great. a package to some dude, a shirt that's going to Norway. Like I love it so much that it actually you take pride and honor in that. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. And it's, it's, it's pros and cons too. Cause then it takes, it does take me away from other things. I know that I'm, I'm missing out or I should be doing in life, but I just don't feel I'm to that point where I can be like, all right, I'm cool here. Now I'm going to go and, you know, like I just, I, I'm, I'm, passionate about being here about my businesses and i think that's another key for a lot of folks out there they have to love it man and they have to be passionate about it um and like I said, so talk, talk to me a little bit about wes as a father and you know how you fit parenting into your your life i mean you're obviously a very busy dude and, and you're doing a hundred things so at what point do you slow the roll down and start being a, a father? You know, I think I, it's it's one of the things that's very, very important to me. And I didn't, you know, I didn't really have much of a father figure when I was growing up. And uh, I always want to make sure that my kids do. Um, you know, I I try to make it to their games and I try to stay involved with them as much as I can. I'm not your like nine to five dad, come home, and let's go throw the ball out in the front yard, son. Like, I'm just not that guy. I, you know, I equated to spending time with them. Like if I have them out here at my shop, I have them out here on the more, you know, we got little motorcycles. I have them, I have them work. I have them learn how to, how to, to, sure. you know, uh, be part of this. Cause I want them to grow up saying, sure. you know what, you know, I don't have to do the standard school thing and then go get a government job or a job with a 401k. Like, nah, man, you, I want them to grow up. And I want to give them that gift that they have the confidence and knowledge and ability to say, I can do whatever the hell I want in life as, as far as making a living and being whatever, being a dog walker, whatever they want to be. I want to give them that. Um, so I find other ways I justify being a good father and putting food on the table and being a protector and, uh, you know, stuff like that. I, mean, I, I think I'm pretty good. I know I, I can't spend 24 hours with them, but I try to give them as much time as I can and, that's one thing I am working on is to to be able to give them more time, you know, and um, that was the reason why I started my business. I was with my clients, kids more than my own uh, on a weekend. I was like, oh, I'm at a horse show where my daughter's having a swim sure. meet, you know, yeah, yeah. that was a motivation, mm -hmm. you know. So. Yeah, that makes a, makes a difference when you're able to start, you know, spending time with them. And, you know, the bottom line is, like you said, you're bringing them in and teaching them how to be part of what you're growing, which is, which is so important. I mean, in my book, as far as children goes, I mean, you have to be not only the protector, but you also have to be their guide and someone that's able to, at the very least, you know, put it on the table for them to come in in your shop and hang out and have a good time with you. They're always going to remember that. And to me, warriors, warrior minded men, you know, put family first and put business second. Um, and if you can achieve that balance and continue to be successful, man, you, you are on the right path. No doubt about it, man. Yeah. And that, that's one thing I just real quick. I love that you said, you know, in my shop, you know, I got, I got employees and guys here that, that are in here all the time that are missing limbs that are freaking war heroes, 
crazy awesome. as hell. And my kids are around that all the damn time, you know. It's it cool. I want so them to much, be able to grow bro. up and be like, man, that was – and they learn from all those dudes, you know. They teach them stuff. They joke around. But yeah, those yeah. kids at their school ha- can never have that kind of education or experience. So I, I think a lot of cool stuff. They're going to grow up better people because of of what we're doing here besides a business. If you ever come to my shop, you'll see. When you go into my front you, – you go into our front store every day, two or three guys walk in with incredible stories. Um, so I know we're, mm-hmm. we're reaching out. We're touching other folks. We have – Marine police come here and train before they go to boot camp with their with their recruiters, man. You know, so I I, I love that's that. Awesome. I think we're building something that that's just special and unique, um, and it's got meaning behind it. There's some meaning, you know, which is important to me. So I think my kids see that too, which I, I you can't give them that type of education. So I think how it's important great. is giving back to the community to you? It's been, we've been, since I started, that was one of the things, like, I, I didn't just want to brand a bit, like, I wanted to have meaning, I wanted to be involved with something cool, I wanted to stay connected to the culture I came from, like, you you don't leave that, you don't get out and leave that, like, that is still, you're responsible still, like, you're still responsible to that. Um, our first foundation we started working with, with the Brother in Arms Foundation, uh, great uh, foundation. They work mostly with Marine and Navy families. Uh, and we, I talked to the director, Phil, we hit it off. And there was a, there was an individual named Eden Pearl who was uh, blown up in 2009 uh, in Afghanistan. And um, basically the VA's got the guy with the worst, you know, worst case scenario. And then the guys without as much, uh, damage. Um, this guy was the worst case scenario in the V, the worst case dude should not have been alive. Um, and, you know, talking to Phil and the foundation, they wanted to build a house for Eden down in San Antonio so that his family, when they came down from New York could be close to him because he lived, he spent his life in the burn center. Uh, he'd be able to come home every once in a while. So they built this house to accommodate his situation and his family situation. So we helped get involved with that. Um, a lot of other folks did too, and they actually built a, a beautiful house. Um, I got to go to. That's wonderful, man. That that's amazing. You know, so it's you know, I went to his retirement ceremony and 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 saw the amount of love that was there from all the other Marines that came, uh, and his family, and all the pain as well, and the actual house. To see that was like as sad as it was. It was also cool being part of something that actually was able to help at least somewhat help his family out a little bit. Um, you know, and there's been other families, uh, the Torians who built a schoolhouse for his kids. Uh, we've been involved with some cool projects and we've been blessed to be able to do that because we have the right support type of people that will support us. If we say, Hey, let's, let's do a, a shirt or a hat, all proceeds going to benefit this foundation or this scenario, we can do that real quick and help that person out. Um, not, I don't think a lot of companies have that ability, man. Especially a small company. Um, probably not. That's awesome. Very powerful. Very powerful. No yeah. doubt about so it. So it's it's important to us. It's a big part of our brand for sure. Awesome. All right, I'm going to ask you a question, and this is um, a question that I ask to all the guests of this podcast. All right, what is your definition of a modern day warrior? A modern day warrior, I would say, is someone who uh, lives his life as uh, as a protector of everything that he values and uh, and honors and respects as a man. Uh, someone who still sees something that's not right and stands up and does something or says something or puts involves himself in a scenario that's uncomfortable for most people, but it's the right thing to do. We don't have enough of that. You know, the guy that's going to run towards gunfire and not run the opposite direction and then lives his lifestyle that way um, to be prepared for those type of scenarios. So, um, you know, and I like to, (laughs) Pat made a good one. It's like dudes that go, go disco dancing at clubs, like, that's not a fucking modern day warrior, you know, it's the opposite <laughs> of that shit, you know? So, um, yeah, this is kind of funny, but I wish, you know, I think the world needs more of them and I see it 
as our society is changing and we're becoming a lot like Europe and uh, and men in, in general are being told not to be men. They're told to be uh, soft and caring and and snowflakes and and not uh, protectors and they're they're being brought up that way. So it's cool to see a lot of other folks like you and these podcasts and other guys that are out there that still embrace what we're talking yes. about. Uh, um, it's a it is a powerful movement and it's great and I think there needs to be more of it and it needs to be passed down to these younger kids that are force fed all this other uh, bullshit in school and society and social media and all this other stuff. So, Amen, brother. I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. All right. Before we get going, what can you leave with our listeners? Okay. A little message, some tips, anything to get them set in the right direction to live life with more meaning, uh, maybe to become more confident, to have stronger courage. Give me some tidbits that our listeners could take from this show. I think it's, it's don't forget to listen to yourself. Stop listening to everybody else that are pointing in other directions or telling you what you should be or who you should be. Uh, outside influences that are telling you not to follow what's in your gut and what's inside of you. Embrace that what's inside of you. Feed it and then go after it, man. Go after what's inside of you and what your dream and vision is. It's so easy now to get distracted. I get distracted too with so much different shit coming at you and people and social media and TV. Go back to self-awareness and understanding your inner and embracing that. Don't forget how powerful that is. And it's there for a reason. It's there for a reason. So embrace it, go after it. You're gonna fall, you're gonna tumble, you're gonna have bad times, you're gonna hit the bottom but you got to get up and fight and keep fighting and put your pants on every damn day and go into that room and be the hardest worker in the entire fucking room, no matter what your skill set is. So go do that. And if you do those things, things will work out. Yep. Those are great words, man. Those are great words. Very powerful. No doubt about it. I'm learning myself still, man. I, I, I'm still learning myself, dude. So it's, I think life is is a continual process of learning and, and making mistakes and and just trying to be better. Every day, if I can say, if I can be better than I was yesterday, then I'm doing things pretty good. If I'm backstepping and backpedaling and going backwards, man, I'm, I'm definitely not doing things right. But if I'm at least better than I was yesterday and trying to be better than I was yesterday, um, then you're going in the right direction, you know, so – Always move forward. I always say that. Sempre avante. So I got a tattooed right here on my freaking arm. Always move forward. <laughs> no matter what, man, you've got to move forward. Awesome. You know? Awesome. Hey, Wes, where can our guys reach you and uh, give us your websites and your Instagram and all that so people could start following you here and certainly order from you? Because I'm gonna what I'm going to do on the show notes, I'm going to put the links all back to your companies. So, uh um, people could really start, you know, following you and seeing what you're all about. I appreciate it. Um, you can find me at just just Wes Whitlock. Uh, um, at uh, in, in Instagram, social media, all that, Facebook, whatever. Uh, our business are all um, the name at dot com. So, you know, if you're interested, go check us out. Biggest thing is, thanks for you guys. Uh, all you guys have been supporting us for so many years. Uh, it's always uh, an honor for me to meet you guys and gals when we go to events, when you come to our shop. Um, so I appreciate all of y'all um, and keep us motivated too, man. I love hearing from you guys. Uh, I love hearing from you guys and talking to, to folks that, that, that are about what we're talking about here. Um, and if you're around, I don't know when this is going to air, but this Saturday we're doing a fundraiser here at our shop for team SAR, some assembly required it's cool, a team. Cool. Yeah. yeah, it's all adaptive athletes uh, that we raise funds for to get them to the Arnold to compete every year against a full body. Damn, so if you're in Austin, up. that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, come by here. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of fun. So awesome, thanks for you guys awesome. for supporting us, man. I appreciate it. All right, brother. Well, you're welcome. Listen, you have been very powerful across the board, and certainly there's so much left on the table here. And uh, I would love to have you back soon. All right, brother. You stay safe out there, man, and God bless. 
Absolutely, man. Anytime you're in Austin, anytime you're in Austin, swing by. You got you got a house here, man. You got a place to stay. And keep doing what you're doing. You got it, man. Thank thank you, brother. I appreciate it. And there you have it. What a great conversation with Wes Whitlock. I mean, so much to learn here, man. This guy is a true entrepreneur with a warrior mind. And this can take you, if you got even a few things from here, this could take you from zero to 100 miles an hour. But as always, you have to take action, right? You got to take these actionable steps for you to succeed in life. All right, just a quick reminder, on Fridays, check out Warrior Log. I put out an episode, typically about 10, 12 minutes long, and it is about motivation. It's about inspiration. We talk about specific subjects that are on my mind unstructured. I'll also do some gear review in there, all about living the warrior lifestyle. I've had some great reviews and some very positive feedback on it. Don't forget to listen to it every Friday coming your way. Until next time, your life may be challenging and full of dangers, but never retreat. Your last battle may be your greatest victory.